0: day versus The Machine, my name is Kyle. I'm just supremely disappointed.
1: And I'm the machine.
0: Oh, I humanity. thought you are going to hit me with, like, a Brachiosaurus or some sort of, like, dinosaur name.
2: Actually, can you put in the Tyrannosaurus
0: it's yell? <laughs> <laughs> was your Was your son ever into dinosaurs? Was that a phase he no, went through? No, like, like that
2: uh, stereotypical boy with the, yeah. no,
0: no. Because my, my nephew does, oh. <laughs> I totally like all about it. Knows every subspecies. Just walks and...
2: over to the Tyrell
0: Museum. This is a podcast. Well, I was in a time frame when we thought Brontosaurus was an actual dinosaur. What That's was how your old favorite?
2: What was your favorite dinosaur when you were a kid?
0: Oh, I was always a Stegosaurus fan. Me
2: too. See, we were always meant to be friends.
0: Yeah. It's so I weird. Thought they, I love the big uh, spikes on their yeah. back tail. I Spiky so cool. butt
2: and the plates to protect themselves against mm-hmm. the Tyrannosaurus.
0: And then, of course, when Jurassic Park came out, I was like into raptors for a bit. Or, like, I even read yeah. this novel from like a raptors point of view. Wow. <laughs> a young adult novel type Trying of thing. Toronto named
2: their... Uh basketball Mm -hmm. team after them.
0: This is a podcast where A Sentient Machine still is forcing us each season to watch movies from a specific year in order to prevent it from starting the apocalypse. That year just so happens to be the year 2018, which means we have to watch this movie. The Machine still threatens our lives if we don't review the films it asks us to, although we do tend to talk about the ideas of the movie rather than the movie itself. Today, yes, I've already queued it up. We've already queued it up. We are watching Jurassic World, colon, Fallen Kingdom. So, uh, what are you dating like? An accountant now? or...? Owen. Ventriloquist? Stop it. You love a dummy.
1: This is not why we're here. You can blame me. Try to shame me.
0: I know why we're here. Still, a rescue op. Save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode.
1: We'll
0: what could go wrong?
1: Blue is alive. Raised her.
2: Do these animals deserve the same protections given to other species?
0: Of course, a big thank you to our patrons over on Patreon. Their contributions help us continue the show since the machine doesn't help us pay for these movies. Plus, each month we do a bonus episode over there. Now, Before we get to talking about this week's film, one thing that people always tune into this podcast about, not only do they want us to talk about the latest and greatest in film criticism, Mm -hmm, but they mm -hmm. also are like, we need to know about dinosaurs from these two yahoos. But lastly, lastly, they they love their deep and rich fiction that we create uh, each and every week. And uh, we have since learned that I think, Dave, somewhere along the way in our journeys over the last, you know, three and a half years, that uh, we are part of some sort of simulation. And I mm. think it's time that we try to escape this simulation. So, uh, any ideas?
2: There's a button there that says escape. We could it push it. It's
0: end simulation.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, that could also be part of the simulation. And pressing it might be the ultimate
0: end of our existence. Have we not learned anything by pushing buttons just randomly on this show it always seems to turn out bad can
2: i can we just uh, fold that into today's movie like there's gonna be some button pushing in this fucking film (laughs) that doesn't make any goddamn sense so we should just push it i'm sure it'll go well
0: let's Uh. push it at the end of this week's episode dave we should look at the history of what we feel about some of the elements of this movie so let's go all the way back to 1993, mm. what is your feelings on the original Jurassic Park movie?
2: Oh, one of the one of the greats, uh, one of the Spielbergian masterpieces. And I think I'm pretty sure it's Jurassic Park that got me into Michael Crichton, even though mm-hmm. he's considered really a bit of a not a hack, but uh, a nutter because he's yeah. uh, faking yeah. the science. Frankly, for a lot of good did did early. create
0: some cool cool books though. Great book Sphere
2: uh what was that andromeda stream congo congo yeah i read all of them read home uh the movie's great he, he
0: co-created er weird uh they, that's, that's a true story <laughs>
2: you know it's weird uh gray's anatomy is still on why the still f- on the f- air what dave the fuck is going off that
0: by the way gray who is referenced in the title of Grey's anatomy no longer on the show i don't even know what it is so how it's still going on never watched can it tell?
2: yeah so i was still kind of like tapering out of dinosaur liking i was 15 fuck i'm old. And I saw this in the theater. It's great. I recently watched this during COVID with my son. It holds up really, really well because they do Mm -hmm. use a lot of practical effects. And this was before I watched Event Horizon. So, I still thought Sam Neill was a human being and not the devil. (laughs)
0: Stop. (laughs) He does play a good bad guy. But if you only know him from Jurassic Park, it is a pretty big surprise when you see every other film Sam Neill has ever done. (laughs) Exactly.
2: He's such a nice guy. And then you're like, no, he's the devil. Yeah, other than that, it it was great. I don't think i even watched the sequels after that mm. i just knew that it could never live up to the first film
0: yeah the first jurassic park movie is in a weird way kind of i don't know almost an anomaly at this point now because uh, my uh, i don't even think it's an unpopular opinion but uh, i'm much more adamant that the first film is the only good jurassic park movie yes <laughs> that's been made even steven spielberg himself couldn't make a good sequel so (laughs) oh did he do the sequel he did the 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 immediate sequel jurassic um lost world the lost world yeah jurassic park the lost world
2: well the ones here sound the same too like
0: i know that's why i got tripped up there there's some good ideas in that but ultimately i think it kind of fails as a movie
1: kind of like you being a human
0: and the third one gets really weird could have been weirder because if you read up on the development of jurassic park 3 it, it was supposed to be like the dinosaurs had learned how to use guns like that's that's originally what they were going to make that movie that's about. that's great
2: yeah perfect
0: anyways um <laughs> as this is going up you probably have started to see me post videos about it but i'm counting down my 40 favorite films of all time over on my instagram and uh maybe a bit of a spoiler for people but Jurassic park shows up on that list mm, i like it that mm. much i think it's great i think it holds up i think mm. it's a great adventure story there's some great characters in it some drama i think you can even pick it pick at it a little bit like go underneath it and be like it's actually about something it's trying to mm-hmm. communicate something and also is a fun just adventure story if you just want to look at it at on um, just that surface level so first rise of the park movie comes out there's an immediate sequel. Oh, I should just say, uh, unlike you, I did not see this in theaters. I get to use this little gem from season one. I get to bust this out again. I don't know if you know this, Dave, but my theater burnt down when I was a kid. <laughs> so I didn't get to I see a lot. Yeah, because
2: we, s- yeah. we spent too long outside of our wheelhouse.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. So a lot of the classic <clears throat> movies from the 90s did not see uh, in, in the theaters. So busted uh, them. I did see this on VHS though a few months afterwards, which was which was great. Saw the sequel on VHS, whatever it was, a year and a half or the two years later. Never saw Jurassic Park three until last year for oh, the first time I've because I seen re I watched all of the I rewatched and watched the whole Jurassic Park series. Sex, sex tape sex tut yeah what would you call in, in it the that? lead up to jurassic world dominion mm. because they were bringing all the classic characters back and the new characters and i thought you know what maybe did not enjoy maybe. jurassic world <laughs> did not watch this movie at all when it when it first originally came out but you know how bad what could go could, wrong? could it be how how bad could this movie be and how bad could jurassic P- world dominion be and the answer is very <laughs> so super bad <laughs> I will say, I mean and you don't have any context for this, Dave. Of the Jurassic World films, I think this one is the worst. In my opinion, I think this one is by far so, the worst one. It's
2: fucking terrible. And it's if pretty it's anything worse pretty than this. It's pretty
0: bad. Was this the first time you've seen this film? Yes. Okay, well, I could hardly we'll go get through it. the first one. Well, let's talk about that first. Let's talk about the first Jurassic World film. Thoughts, feelings on the first Jurassic World film.
2: Oh, I tried to watch it uh, a few weeks ago with my family. We all agreed to turn like it off. Like for the first time? Well, the thing is, once it started playing, Helen turned to me. She's like, we've seen this. And I was like, have we? Have we? Hmm. And then there was a scene, I think when the snotty kid is crying about something and his emo brother says something on the train. And I was like, you know what? Maybe. And then I don't care. Uh, So we turned it off. And then I read the Wikipedia for the plot ending in preparation for this because, you know, maybe, maybe it's supposed to make sense and it doesn't because a Tyrannosaurus and a Raptor team up to fight a super dinosaur in the final battle of that movie. And that just sounds stupid. It just sounds so stupid.
0: I don't want to derail this too much. It only sort of pertains to this movie that we're going to be talking about in the original Jurassic Park film. There's that wonderful moment, right, where the raptors had them cornered and we're like, oh no, our heroes, they're going to die by these raptors. This is so terrifying. And out of nowhere, the T-Rex comes in and swats them because, you know, he's on the hunt for for food. And some people can say that, that the DSX Mackinac, it kind of technically is, but I would argue still kind of makes sense within the world that they have created within right. that film. The Jurassic World films, all, I believe all three of them, if I'm remembering the third one correctly, All basically end in this idea that the T-Rex is sentient or smart enough to be like, oh, I'm helping out these, my my human friends now. And it's like, I don't know if I fully get on board with that characterization. It just feels weird to me.
2: I mean, if you're going to go... That way, it should just be its new franchise, like a Planet of the Apes thing. And you want to, if you're trying to make some kind of animal, I mean, this movie is in the worst way possible trying to make it about animal rights and it fails at every level. Uh, But if you want to go that route and just kind of say human understanding is limited and uh, these uh, organisms we live around are actually a lot more intelligent than we want to give them credit for, great, great. But that's a different narrative than. A movie franchise about a fucking theme park where you decide that you're gonna clone uh, animals that will eat human beings mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Uh, it's just it just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. If mm-hmm. everybody at your park has been murdered, you don't become a dinosaur advocate. You just don't, right? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
0: Well, again, let's let's save that conversation for the conversation about the film. <laughs> I agree. That the characterization of most of the characters in this franchise make absolutely no sense. Zero. Yeah. But if we're just sticking to the first film, I went and saw that in theaters, and I left that movie being completely underwhelmed. I, unlike you, Dave, don't hate, like, oh, I hate that film. It's not good. I don't enjoy it. But for me, it was like, well, I'll never have to think about that movie again. Because mm. it's just totally nothing. There's nothing that seeped into my brain. And then it would go on to make $1.6 billion. The world is broken. And, and I was like, how? How? How does that movie make know. that much money? Like, I get, I, I, I finally understand, like, maybe, like, an opening weekend, people being, like, excited for a new Jurassic Park no, movie. People, are... it has been a while for people. But then after you saw it, wouldn't you just say, like, hey, ba- hey everyone, it's bad don't go and watch this movie. Venom made almost a
2: billion dollars and it's one of the worst pieces of things I've ever seen. It's Maybe I'm just
0: out of, maybe I just don't understand what people find enjoyable. Maybe that's the problem. Well, here's here's the thing. I finally don't understand how that first film people would go to and be like, yes, I really enjoyed this movie. Well, I might get as far as the people saying like they liked parts of it, but to be like loved Jurassic World, I'd be like, I don't understand. I straight up just don't understand that statement.
2: And this is This is why I come off as a small-minded snob. I think there is some reflection about some general lowering (laughs) of the IQ of common moviegoers. There's nothing in it. It's not even... Uh, set up in an exciting way the visuals are over the top it's like watching uh, black voodoo i felt the same thing like the story underneath it might have made sense but they decided they need to throw a hundred million dollars of explosions and cgi sure. into a film about a family dispute and i think people like that kyle well, i think they just want to see someone like ejaculating money onto a screen, and it's like porn See, for them. I guess, I gu- <laughs> maybe this is, toxic, dollars. this is my toxic,
0: this is my toxic trait. I, I understand, in part with the Avatar movies, because I actually think those are well-made, whether you like the movies or not, that's another sub-point, but at least I think they're well-made movies, and if we go back to the original Jurassic Park, one of the reasons why I like it so much... Is that the human element is great inside of there? There is like motivations, you like the characters, personal growth, you yeah. want to see them succeed. And yes, there's cool dinosaurs in it, and it's scary, and it, it, they're used effectively, but uh the dinosaurs also aren't like the point. Like the, the yeah. whole point is the characters that we're growing attached to, which I don't think that these world ones ever do. No. You know, maybe there's people out there who just love these characters. No, nobody I just,
2: I... nobody who watches this or Venom appreciate the humanity or any philosophical reading underneath it that's why it's not talked about they want you know like i read a positive review on letterboxd and all they could talk about was imax there's something sick about that it's like i just wanted it bigger and louder and it was really big and loud and it was amazing it's like you're a fucking idiot sorry like <laughs> insane
0: that's not what a movie is it can be that when it serves a purpose. Not to throw him into the conversation again, but like Martin Scorsese got in so much shit for saying like, I just don't consider the Marvel films cinema, they're great carnival rides or amusement park rides is what he said, but I don't really look at them as movies and boy, people became unglued at that yeah. statement. But after a while, I mean, we can kind of been him correct. Well, like That's kind of what it is now. Of course,
2: you know, imagine, imagine prolific auteur filmmaker having an opinion about film that might've been correct. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. shocking, really, (laughs) that in the public discourse, uh, that minority voice of someone who actually does this intellectually and for a living might have a rational opinion about it. Like, if you wanted to be an MCU fanboy and you wanted to just say, like, I really want to watch uh, some fascist American superheroes kick the ass of some, like, you know, pseudo-Nazi racist guy, I'm like, yeah, there's something fun about that. You know, we read comic books for the same reason, And, Mm -hmm. and there can be a lot of depth sewn into it but it doesn't need to be because you know what you're paying your ticket for so you could make the argument that the jurassic world films are like that except these suck like the story doesn't make any sense the people don't make they're not they're not human beings like the first one well i'm I- sorry bryce dallas howard but you're not an actress like you're an automaton like it nothing that she did or is asked to do made any human sense is unwatchable
0: well, so why do people accept that, that? I mean, I've been on this soapbox for years, and it started when I was like super into YouTube, and I straight up hated the very first time I heard the term content creator. Mm. I'm like, no, you're not making content; you're making videos. Just say that you're a video maker. I Can't don't know you why that's rough. such a bad. I know. In the end you're wrong. But uh, yeah, so like we're just making content. We just make content. And now like that term is starting to be used for like movie directors. I'm like, yes. no, they're not making con I hate that. I hate that whole concept of they're just feeding an algorithm rather than actually making something.
2: Well, you know you know where we're attending, even though In this sort of like uh, paradoxical sense, movies are getting too long because we've lost the art of editing. At some point, it's going to turn where every film needs to, actually, this might be why they're too long. You need to have some kind of visual cue every like 15 seconds. Otherwise, people just completely tune out. And Mm -hmm. perhaps this is why uh, films that try to develop a character through something called drama and plot and narrative can't hold the public attention anymore right? Because yeah. we want an answer immediately. But if you put a piece of shit like this or Venom where every 15 seconds something is cut in half or slime is licked or some somebody's naked or something, you know, 1.5 billion people,
0: uh, dollars of people will go and see it.
1: I just want to say that I enjoy the content you two make.
0: I know this is an old man opinion at this point. I'm not anti-blockbuster. There's been bad movies since the, the start of sure. movies being made. Maybe there's just, like, that golden age in, like, the late 80s to early 90s, even up to, like, the late 90s, where even big blockbusters at least tried (laughs) to be something. Um, I mean, there was a time where, like, Titanic, we'll just use that as the example, huge blockbuster, period piece, this also makes a billion dollars, but at least... You can argue that it's about something. Right. Again, you don't have to like it, but at least there was something they was trying for. It. And I don't think they're even trying for anything anymore. And that's what frustrates me. So mm-hmm. anyways, we'll yell about this even more. We're going to take a small break and then when we come back. We'll be talking about this movie, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. What's the kingdom that falls, Dave? Uh, you
2: know, our collective self-respect <laughs> as a society.
0: Well, talking about self-respect, let's prostrate ourselves here for a <laughs> moment and ask our Lovely, listening audience, to perhaps offer some of their money towards us.
2: Yeah, do should we do like that? Buy us a coffee? I don't know anything to help us. You know, even rent some
0: of these films for less than a single Starbucks coffee (laughs) per month. You could you help support us and our insane idea that we should sit here and talk about movies for another year.
2: (laughs) Just to put this in perspective, if you don't live in Calgary starbucks is not considered the expensive coffee in the city
0: that is true actually <laughs> weirdly enough calgary for those of you who don't know has four or five independent coffee oh chains. there's more now yes yeah
2: yeah yeah and uh, they're, they're all like throwing their own coffee stores it themselves like it's crazy partner with uh, small output farms in south america and they're trying to do the right thing right trying to bring market value but some mm. of the drip coffees can be up to five bucks so yeah. uh, help us we have no caffeine. Just
0: yeah. inject it into our veins. You can either, either go to our Patreon. There's a link in the show notes for that. Or contact us at our email address, Kyle and Dave VSthemachine at gmail.com. And you can tell us what you want us to promote. Send us some money via PayPal and we can uh, jabber on about <laughs> whatever it is that you are creating.
2: Jibber jabber. All
0: right, Dave, we are back. We have now watched this movie, unfortunately. It's so long. Because um, I took the upon myself to find a plugin on Chrome so that I could watch this at two X speed. Still too long. It's still too long. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I played it at two X speed, so that I only had to watch this for an hour and eight minutes or whatever it is. Mm. Although maybe it went down a bit easier this time. Who knows, Dave? Let's say that we have decided to go to Isla Nublar. We would decide to take uh, a little. Melted. Uh well we're sorry, we're 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 going to <laughs> Costa Rica and we're going only ninety miles west <laughs> of Costa Rica to a different island, which is where Jurassic Park three takes place. We uh, are going on like this safari and we round a corner and they're shockingly in front of us a baby Stegosaurus, <laughs> who does have a copy of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom in its mouth. Evolved
2: uh, opposable thumbs. Uh,
0: just like the new uh, the new raptor in this movie. Yes, yeah, opposable thumbs. It squeaks at you, and, it, and you know <laughs> yeah, well, that what it's trying we, to communicate is, stega. Stega? what is this movie about? So how do you respond?
2: Nothing. It's about nothing. Uh, from and It doesn't really have a, the plot's both too dumb and too long.
0: It's It's more and more about less and less, is how I like to term it
2: how about uh in the wake of the no i don't know like what what is this movie about the dinosaur island is about to be destroyed and animal advocates head there with uh the guy from parks and rec to save them but it turns out they're double crossed by an evil billionaire who just wants to sell them as trophy animals at the same time developing a militarized super dinosaur just because it's gross. Yes. Oh, and there's a clone girl in it. Spoiler. Yeah,
0: alert. that's the big twist Fucking in this weird. movie that she is herself a clone. I hate this movie, but I It's so bad. It's, <laughs> it's so very bad. bad.
2: Let me start here. I okay. Helen left. She wasn't watching it. And there's 30 minutes left, even though the climax of the film had already begun. Because there's no acts in this. It's like mm. I said, it's every 30 seconds, they just try to throw another explosion in your face. And when I came to bed, she asked me how the film ended and I spoke for five minutes because there were so many stupid things that happened sequentially for the fucking dinosaur to finally die, impaled in slow motion onto a fossil Mm -hmm. by a smaller dinosaur in this like matrix-esque, like it's just the dumbest thing. How did Bryce Dallas Howard climb to the roof of this building- When her thigh had been stabbed to shoot the other guy in the chest. Dave,
0: she can outrun (laughs) T-Rexes in high heels. I think she can climb a ladder.
2: Uh, What's what's, uh, Chris Pratt's character? He can uh, outrun the ball machine and Mm -hmm. he's impervious to heat
0: and tranquilizers. I was going to say, I think, I don't know if it's just like in CGI or something that doesn't match, but I believe his hand is fully in... Molten lava at one yeah. point, and then he just kind of brushes that off.
2: <laughs> Look, he he gets tranquil. They set this up. The veterinarian apparently uh, tells the bad hunter that that tranquilizer dart has enough juice to potentially kill right. a raptor. Chris Pratt is shot in the chest in it with it, and then he wakes up getting licked by a running. dinosaur and can not only escape lava but run down to this underground compound <laughs> and save.
0: Two people. Okay. See the thing. Here's the thing, Dave. This <laughs> why is does I think why I get so frustrated with this movie and like start to hate it even more. There's certain ideas that they set up that I think, yeah, I mean that that's not a bad idea to hang a movie on. But then they go with like seven different things, six of which they don't care about, and then by the end of it, it's just like, well, we just wanted this to be a horror film, anyways. And I'm here being like, well, then just do that then. Yeah. If, if, if the whole point is you want this to be a horror film which we'll get into like the backstory of this film was literally the point that they wanted to make a haunted house film. Cool. Make a haunted house film with a raptor that's tracking you. Yeah. Just make that be a movie. You don't need this hour and a half setup to yeah. get to that point. It was 10 minutes at the end
2: and it was done poorly. <laughs> yeah. It's an hour and a half of fucking garbage and uh, it's too bad. Because I'll well, never get that time back.
0: Right, And, and the, the other thing is, like, what you're setting up there, kind of a cool idea in that you've been incapacitated some way. Maybe it shouldn't have been a tranquilizer dart. And lava is slowly coming towards you. This is basically, like, how every adventure serial from, like, the 1930s was. It's like, you're in this, like, no one situation. How is he going to get out of it? And the yeah. answer that they came up with is, eh, he's just going to shrug it off. He's going to be fine. <laughs> he's a man. He's got big pets. It's, like, the least interesting way you could have had him come out of that problem.
1: I wouldn't mind dunking your heads into lava. And I I know we're being
0: hypercritical, like, watching
1: it
2: when I have this thought, but I have this thought, like, he's unable to move, molten lava's approaching him, and it's, like, essentially touching his face, and all he has to do is, like, shimmy over and over. It's molten lava. Do you know how hot it has to be for a rock to be liquid? It's not just when you touch it. It's the entire fucking environment. Like. Mm -hmm. Within a hundred feet, everything will be spontaneously turning to fire, but it's like almost touching his cheek and he's like, Oh, as long as I keep rolling on my dead shoulder, I'm going to be fine. Cause I'm Chris Pratt, whoever comes up with these situations, sadly, Kyle got paid a lot of money for it and sure. shouldn't have the job. It's a well, fucking ridiculous.
0: Technically, uh, well, we'll get into it. Technically the, the person who came up with this idea did lose a job, but, uh, just not, just not this film. Maybe I could forgive some of these elements, Dave. But I think the biggest thing that frustrates me more than anything else, and once again, because it's in the same series, I feel justified using it constantly as the example. The original Jurassic Park. What's so great about those characters? They're all good at their jobs. Yeah. Yes, they get into situations that are they're in over their heads and they have to figure out a way to get out of them. But fundamentally, they are good at their job. Each have a role. Yeah. Everybody in this movie is bad at their job. Yeah. No. <laughs> they're not smart. They do dumb choices. They're, they fail constantly at just doing the bare minimum of what their job requires them to be. And as a viewer, for me at least, I can have one of those characters. But when all of your characters are that way, it's like... Why is anybody doing anything? None of this makes sense anymore.
2: It's just awful. Because you're no longer
0: a human being. All yeah. of you are just like weirdly just doing random things for no reason.
2: I mean, just some of these plot beats, it's so dumb. Like you're raptor shot by a bullet and then it's dying and then it needs a transfusion from a T-Rex, which already doesn't make any sense. No. The transfusion volume is like a quarter, a quart of blood, which wouldn't even cover like the foot of a fucking dinosaur. And when they pull the bullet out, it's like this tiny, this tiny piece of lead. <laughs> How did that even get through that dinosaur's hide? Like, none of it right. actually makes any fucking sense. And all of that happens within 12 hours, and then by the time they land on the U.S. soil, that raptor's ready to fucking fight for truth, justice, and the American way. It's, it's a fucking joke. I did like, think
0: that the, the Superman cape was a nice touch, though, that they put the <laughs> put the raptor in.
2: Oh, my God. It's so infuriating to watch this thing. I I was very upset and pacing around. Uh, by the end, I was doing the 10-second scrubs because uh, mm-hmm. it's exhausting. It's exhausting, and I uh, I just couldn't understand... Why, why, why,
0: why? I think what it comes down to is I think great action directors. To use a different example, so I don't just keep going back to the original Jurassic Park. I think in the uh, the best parts of say like the John Wick franchise, as simple as it may be, is like he needs to get from here to there. There's a bunch of bad guys that are preventing him to get there, and he's trying to get through them all. And we can do some cool choreography along the way. I think what this totally shows is that you can't just be like. Oh well, random stuff happens, and characters react, and then they do this thing. If they're not, there's not a clearly defined, like this is what they are trying to do, this is why they're trying to do it, and this is what that's going to get them, it just becomes noise. And it just, for me, yeah, like you, you're pacing the room, and you're like, okay, but like this, come on, like let's get to the next thing, because I don't care. I don't care about anything that's happening in this when I know I should be. This yeah. should be like very emotionally resonant to me to these characters. But something that the first movie for me didn't do very well is set up these characters for me to care about the Bryce yeah. Dallas the Bryce Dallas Howard character. I have to say we are on record as being like super critical of Hollywood for underwriting female roles, and so and maybe she doesn't perform well. I don't know. In the first film, she's like I'm businesswoman and I do businesswoman <laughs> things, and I'm totally about the park. Yeah, who cares about these dinosaurs? Because I'm businesswoman, and now I'm supposed to I'm supposed to believe in the span of two years oh, yeah. or however no it's not even that long I think it's like a year after the original film ends actually huge dinosaur activist yeah. and, we, and it was wrong for us to keep these I'm like I need to know so much of how this character changed from, from A to B because nothing it from was, the first film would make me believe this so something had to have happened
2: it was the implied uh, sexy times with uh, Chris Pratt apparently they got a, mm. she got uh, to sleep with a guy that Touches raptors by the face and clicks a little clicker. And then uh, apparently they broke up. Who
0: cares? He actually brings that clicker to bed, actually. yeah.
2: <laughs> we could expand that. But I don't yeah. know if it's the right pocket. It's awful. Like that opening setup with the animal rights thing. You know, honestly, like up to the point where Jeff Goldblum shows up. I was like, you know, I like Jeff Goldblum. And if he's going to do another exposition about why we shouldn't fuck around with cloning. Like I, I'm okay. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. if there's going to be this... Really cheap uh, animal rights, environmentalist uh, action co-opting of these movements in this film. Like, okay, uh, fine. Like, I'll allow that because I want to know why we're even watching this film. But yeah, the moment Bryce Dallas Howard shows up in her fucking political drive office, making calls to scientists about how these animals deserve... And I was just like, who is this person? She was not in the first film. And uh, she's really... I know this is so petty, but she's not good at the acting thing, mm. Kyle. She's unbelievable and every, there's scenes where you're supposed to be emotional and she's like trying to react to a situation and she looks like she's smiling to herself. Like I, I just couldn't buy anything that she was selling, which is too bad. Um, and if we, we've discussed Chris Pratt, I think he hates himself. He just looks so depressed. It's just, he's not having any fun. Man. See,
0: the thing is, I would agree with you if I didn't think he was like really good in the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I, I know you haven't seen that yet. So I don't know if it's just James Gunn knows how to he use him properly first one or like, I don't know. But I agree with you. Any other movie I've seen Chris Pratt in where it's not a comedy, where he's supposed to be like, I'm serious, Chris Pratt, man. I'm just like, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. I don't buy it. I don't think he believes it. It just doesn't work for me.
2: You know, like he's building this house by himself. Somehow he's... I mean, he's a big guy, but he's delivered and picks up four by fours by hand without a crane or a winch and building a two story building in the middle of the woods. So he tells her to fuck off about this dinosaur uh, thing at the bar, which is also a weird scene. Like why leave this uh, place in the forest and end up in a dive bar to have this conversation about how they used to have sex. And then... uh, (laughs) What changes his mind? He like goes home and watches a like a, a video. photos reel cool. of him hanging out with his dinosaur. And the next day he sneaks onto this helicopter. It oh, doesn't yeah. make any I fucking sense. I did like
0: dinosaurs. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it's it's such a manufactured emotion that never lands for me.
2: None of it. There's in a single moment that you care about anybody.
0: Yeah. In which, is, which is too bad because again, whatever, like animal rights through the prism of dinosaurs. Cool thing to explore. It kind of gets dropped halfway through, so it doesn't really get fully explored, anyways. A volcano about to erupt, and we're trying to save the dinosaurs. Cool concept. That's the first twenty minutes. I don't know. There's all these elements that like I could Uh, see maybe being an entire movie, but they've decided to cram seventeen different things into it just to go through it. Like, how would you feel about like Justice Smith and like the other, you know, supporting actors in
2: this? With with a so called movie like this, you don't get a lot of wiggle room to do anything with it so Justin is the guy that was in detective pikachu right the yeah. young kid i don't know he's supposed to be a com- uh, comedic relief but his character yes. also doesn't make any sense you know like he couldn't really get the space to be the sniveling coward turned hero there's a scene where he's brought by the boat herder or the truck herder to become a labor and then he shows up in a lab talking to the science yeah like, there's no
0: it, explanation like this. Is why I'm I'm kind of bringing him up as a as an entry point into. A theory I have that I have no evidence suggesting that this is actually the case. There's
2: another forty minutes on the cutting room floor.
0: Yes, I feel like there's huge chunks of this movie that are just cut out completely because you're right. Characters like leave and then show up randomly later on, especially in the very last. There's like whatever the trapper guy who shoots Chris Pratt with the capsulizer. He's like outside and then smash cut. He's now inside, like looking at this new dinosaur. Like I'm gonna cut off a tooth, I guess. I'm like. Wait, what, wait, what happened well, between out there and in here? Like, it just feels like random things are happening. And to me, it feels like this has to have been 40 minutes a movie just completely cut out because they were like, well, we literally cannot release a three hour long movie about Jurassic World.
2: Yeah. Two two hours and 10 is fine, but uh, mm-hmm. three, you're pushing it. You know, even uh, that trapper guy is terrible in this movie. You know, when he's uh, pulling the teeth out of dinosaurs, we're supposed to get that feeling of upset about trophy hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's uh, taking the tooth out of that stegosaurus or whatever that animal was, if, he, this sounds cruel, but if he had done that and shot that dinosaur, which I thought he was going to do, yeah, at least that's kind of like, oh, this guy's like trophy hunters in, you know, real world is a piece of shit because they will kill an entire animal to saw off a tusk, but he doesn't do that. He just pulls a tooth out. Why? <laughs> it's so gross, man. Like, what are you doing with teeth in a handkerchief? It
0: yeah, there's it's a lot not, of under baked uh, ideas. Not that every single thing needs to be explained, but after a while, when nothing is being explained, it's like, like okay, like to like know. why? What do you do with all those teeth? He goes to bed with them. Actually, <laughs> it's very gross.
1: I'm so turned on right now.
0: I just, I just to bring back, bring it back to the point that I initially brought up. Um, I do like Justice Smith quite a bit, in the other stuff that I've seen, seen them in. I, mean, uh, I like
2: Detective Pikachu, but I don't yeah. think I've seen him in anything else. What was the other
0: movie? Because I think he, they, they, I think they go by they. That's why I'm saying it that way. No. But I think they're a talented performer. Oh, he's in the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. That's the other one I was thinking uh, of. No, where I haven't seen that yet. This character, he's basically playing this character, uh, but in a good movie, <laughs> where he, he's the, he's the, he, they're the person who is like a little bit of a coward, but learns to become a hero. And they nail the the final moment where he gets to actually become the hero
2: you know you know what i also hate what's the way to put this super convenient hacking skills for unhackable computers yes you know it's He like, just brought a nerd thing. in and then he just types and then everything is resolved well if i type fast dave i can i can get in anything i mean we're at an age now where computers are like completely integrated in every part of our lives now i don't code mm-hmm. and i wouldn't be able to hack anything but i think we could all understand that it's no longer just dos script in a window and yeah. you put in random symbols and then all the dinosaurs are saved by this machine it's a mess all things a mess and then we should talk about the ending like why why any of it what what well, was going on so with- what thing. happened why is there cyanide there it doesn't what well, is the for? idea,
0: like the setup is that there's somehow gas getting into the duck system and it's going to kill all the dinosaurs again. Isn't yes. that the idea? Why do so they say to release idea? them into the wild rather than having them all die.
2: Well, they have this critical moment where the uh, veterinarian slash commando girl who doesn't actually fight anybody, but she, you know, is fronting uh-huh. the whole time. And then the nerdy guy, uh, Justice, they're like in the room typing really fast, but they cannot solve the conundrum of the locked gates. And then we cut to this... Ridiculously overlong battle with the super dinosaur, with people showing up and shooting things, and the dinosaur like falling Just through a falling glass, through the glass and, and the then catching them doing a pull up and then having to like fight another raptor. Ridiculous. And then, this two pair who can't save the dinosaurs have found time to run up from the basement, meet them, have a meet cute with the other two heroes, and have them walk back down into the basement, only to have uh, Bryce Dallas Howard press a button. To open all the gates. It's a fucking- She's not the
0: little girl who presses the button. No,
2: she opens the door. Oh, okay. Bryce Dallas Howard opens the cages, which apparently no one else could do until she pressed the right button. And then the dinosaurs are coming out, which was- Why? Why have that in a two-stage process? And then she's the one, Bryce Dallas Howard's like, well, I don't know if we can actually let them outside. And then the clone is like-
0: Right. Well, what about me? It's, it's very know, convoluted. Like there's no, again, this is all the thing about like setting something up and then paying it off really well. Like there's a lot of setup for things that never get paid off. And then there's like no setup for things that do get paid off. And yeah. it's it's just, again, it's just random stuff that happens. My my argument is this. Um, there's a few things I will praise about this movie because I don't think it's a complete like write-off zero star film. The The actual ending of this with like the Ian Malcolm voiceover... And you're actually seeing dinosaurs in the wild again. I think it's such a cool setup to a movie. <laughs> I know it's happening at the end, but this whole idea is like, oh, like, how would we as humans actually integrate with actual dinosaurs living in our day to day, like driving down and be like, oh, that's a Tyrannosaurus running across the road. I mean, the, the actual answer is that we wouldn't. <laughs> like, there's just no tenable way that that, that would work. That movie's called Planet of the Apes. But that being said, what's what's kinda hilarious is that the next movie right after this basically retcons that and so it's like I ah, actually put them all into a park again.
2: Oh really? Anyways, it, yeah, it doesn't like, actually like, just they, start they from don't here? actually lead
0: <laughs> to anything. I mean, the, the park is like Yosemite National Park or whatever they they, they all but they heard them. them into one area. This director, J. A. Bayona, made this movie called A Monster Calls, which is a horror film, and he also did the impossible, the um
2: tidal wave movie
0: tidal wave movie with uh, what's his Ewan McGregor Ewan
2: McGregor and Naomi the two movies that once. apparently
0: are pretty well reviewed by Alexa. when I went online mm-hmm. I haven't seen either of them so I can't actually speak to them but I just want to bring up the horror elements because I think there's a few shots in this movie that I think are done like really well because I love that moment of the little girl backing up and like the huge claw reaching out it's and fucking stupid almost...
2: so stupid
0: but it's such a great visual is what I'm trying yeah, to say yeah for it's... a
2: different film Right? It doesn't make sense in the context of this movie. Even like the dinosaur, I was telling Alan, the dinosaurs on the roof of this house. I don't know why the girl lives in the attic. I mean, it's just it's literally just for this scene. The dinosaur is then able to quietly open a shuttered window on a balcony, invert itself, stealthily land on this landing, creep into this room, even though it's like 10 feet long, right? And then we get. The animatronic hand crawling across the frame to, mm-hmm. like, grasp at her. It's a fucking stupid, Kyle. Every aspect I, of it is a fucking
0: stupid. My my argument is this. Forget about a Jurassic World movie. Call it something completely different. Whatever, like, dinosaur on the loose. <laughs> Bad title, but whatever. Completely different movie that only is, like, the last 30 minutes of this movie expanded, where it's set in the house. It is just a one genetically modified dinosaur that they're trying to escape from, I think it's a way better movie. I think that movie actually works.
2: Well, maybe not this director making that movie and certainly Uh not this script writer.
0: Not this script writer. I think the director is talented. I don't think yeah. this script writer is where you would go with it. As
2: a, Yeah, as a concept, fine. If you want to do uh, Trapped in a House with a Dinosaur, yeah, it could be it could be terrifying. But uh, that's not what this movie was about. It was no, just one aspect, right?
0: This is what I'm saying. I am seeing very small aspects of this movie are good in a movie that I ultimately really hate. But... Um, the other one, and I know that you hate this scene a lot. When they're in that little gerbil ball thing, and they yeah. fall into the water, all of it's dumb. <laughs> the, the the escaping of it is dumb. But there's this one shot where they go up, and you see all the dinosaurs like swimming and stuff like that, yeah. and it's like backlit by the volcanic uh, uh whatever cloud and stuff like. I think that image is great. I, I think that that's a uh, beautiful uh, image, even of this, this destruction that's happening. In what is ultimately becomes a very dumb scene, but I don't know. The, I, the image there is great.
2: I would allow for good imagery and great cinematography if it were a consistent throughout a film which in this it's really isn't it's it's a hodgepodge of different tones and styles of filmmaking yeah. and b if it spoke to a message like i was reading a positive review on letterbox i, th- I think it might have been ironic but talking about how they were arrested when on the uh, dock a single brontosaurus silhouette yeah. against the billing. what a fucking joke Like, what a fucking stupid scene. Where did that brontosaurus appear from when they were racing to get onto this fucking boat? That whole scene about racing on a boat is so dumb. They're on foot, they're not going to make it. And a guy driving a truck decides, I'm going to get out of this fast truck and I'm going to run into the boat. Leaving the truck for the heroes to get onto the boat behind. Yeah, I, I
0: know it's very. <laughs> Who poorly writes conceived. this shit? By the way, this was told after the movie came out and made me even more irrationally angry to the words of this movie when I read about this. That uh, Brachiosaurus, by the way, that's the dinosaur that you see in that silhouette as you know the cloud goes and it screams one last time, and it's supposed to be very emotional. Oh,
2: right, and there's no such thing
0: as uh, Brontosaurus. Do you know which right. Brachiosaurus that is, Dave? No. Well, of course, it's the original Brachiosaurus that Grant and Ellie see in Jurassic Park. When she, when he turns her head and she looks out like, oh my gosh, there's dinosaurs. Why would anyone know that? No one would, Dave, because no one in the movie knows that or says it or references it. And they say that in like the press release for for this movie and like, get out of my face. Like, (laughs) shut up. It's the same dinosaur.
2: Even more petty, like when they first get to the island and that dinosaur veterinarian is overcome with emotion. And she's like, I never thought I'd see a dinosaur for real. I'm like, you're a dinosaur veterinarian and these fucking parks have been open for 20 years.
0: How is that something you would never Literally th- nothing makes sense, Dave. I know. I thought the same thing. It's like, you're, wait, so then how did you become a dinosaur veterinarian <laughs> if you've never worked on a dinosaur before? Oh, for Christ's sake. Like, if my veterinarian came in and is like, oh, I've never seen a dog before, it's just so different when you see them up close, I'm, like, I'm going home. <laughs> There is no way. Oh, my God.
1: I knew it was the dinosaur from the first movie.
0: Okay, Dave. Well, let's do some backstory here. So, this one went up on June 22nd, 2018. Currently rated 2.6 on Letterboxd, which basically means it should be thrown right into the garbage if it gets to 2.6. Has a 6.1 on IMDb. Yeah, has a 51 I, on Metacritic. And on Rotten Tomatoes from 433 critics. It sits at a 47%, and from 25,000-plus users, it's at a 48%.
2: And still, people paid a lot of money for it. Unlike
0: yeah. the Venom, a pretty similar scores there between the critics and the users. Available on DVD and Blu-ray, you can rent it on both YouTube and iTunes. Its budget was around $175 million. Its box office, worldwide at least, was one point three billion dollars, Dave. It would be the third highest grossing film of 2018. What a joke. People just wanted to see this over and over again.
2: I, I, it's incomprehensible to me.
0: His plot description from IMDb is when the island's dormant volcano begins roaring to life, Owen and Claire mount a campaign to rescue the remaining dinosaurs from this extinction level event. It's not what this movie's about, but whatever, that is what the plot description is. Oh, that's it? That's
2: is. what they put the plot... Yep, that's like the first three minutes, and then they throw that <laughs> out completely.
0: Yeah, then they get uh, to what Toby, whatever his name is, to be an auctioneer, come in and sell things. Can I
2: just can I be petty too? That auction scene where they roll out a dinosaur, but it covers him from like half the room of bidders, and you just mm-hmm. sorry, it's just so. There's also other so things dumb. like
0: they're taking like the really terrifying, awful dinosaur that is made to just kill people randomly, and our hero decides, no, 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 we don't want it to put it back. Where it won't hurt anyone. I'm going to stop this conveyor yeah. belt. He punches out a guy to stop the conveyor yeah. belt. <laughs> Why? I
2: don't know. I don't
0: know. Right. Anyway, so it's time to play everyone's favorite game. Guess. Guess that. 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 Tag. 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 This is where I uh, don a handsome blazer, pick up the long microphone that Bob Barker used to use, and we have to try and guess what the actual tagline to this film was. Now, Dave, I know what you're thinking. This weekend, you're going to go to the movie theaters. You're going to see that long row of posters with the phrase that entices you to come and see the movie because you, you're getting your jumbo popcorn, getting your jumbo drink. And And you're sitting back and you're going to be enjoying Transformers Rise of the Beasts (laughs) this weekend. You're going to be so excited.
2: Case in point, there's something broken about society that there are like a hundred- Post-Michael Bay Transformer
0: movies. The Venn diagram of fans of this movie and the people who are going to go and see Transformers Rise of the Beast is a solid, solid circle. circle. (laughs) Uh, Dave, one of these is correct. Two of these I completely made up myself. So, was the tagline to this movie, The Park Returns, The Park Is Gone, The Park Reimagined.
2: Oh, for fuck's sake. Those are the three options. Yes. (sighs) Say that again. They're all bad.
0: The Park Returns, The Park Is Gone. The Park Reimagined. Two? No, you're right. The Park is Gone is correct. That's just the real... <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my Lord.
0: Dave, this stars Chris Pratt as Owen Grady. oh Bryce Dallas Howard as Claire Deering. Rafe Spall as Eli Mills. And Isabel Sermon as Maisie Lockwood. By the way, this is the most petty thing, because it's not like I know everyone's character name. But I've seen all the Jurassic World films, two of them now twice, gun to my head, would never have been able to tell you like what their names are. No. Yeah, in this film, yeah. there's just no way that that would come to my mind.
2: What's there? Like, they just brought in the secret partner of the guy that built it. Yeah, right? that
0: was never set up in the movies. Definitely not something from the books. It's
2: way too big of a piece of machinery to hide. The other
0: thing, too, with it being the clone, I thought initially when I first saw this movie, I thought what they were setting up was that. Which wouldn't make sense, I now if know. If they but did like,
2: alien resurrections, and she was actually half dinosaur,
0: that right—that would have been a good movie. No, I thought yeah. she was going to be like the daughter of like the little girl uh, yeah. from the original movie, sort of thing. But that like she's not his daughter; she's no. Hammond's granddaughter. Better so it wouldn't on. have made sense. But that's what I thought they were leading up to. It Would have
2: made just as much sense as anything else in this movie.
0: The nanny, like the person—why was she in this he, movie? Yeah. Well, do you know who that is, Dave? No chance. No. Dave, that is Geraldine Chaplin. That is Charlie Chaplin's daughter. Why not? And through her mother's side, the granddaughter of Eugene O'Neill, famous playwright. So, the granddaughter of Eugene O'Neill, the daughter of Charlie Chaplin, Geraldine Chaplin, is in Jurassic World <laughs> Fallen Kingdom. It makes me want to punch somebody.
2: I'm just telling you, man, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with society. It's broken, it's all broken. Mm-hmm. All of it's broken.
1: I guess. But it's been a while since Charlie Chaplin has been in a good movie.
0: Dave, the cinematography is by Oscar Farah. His top four movies are this movie, The Impossible from 2012, A Monster Calls from 2016, and The Orphanage from 2007. So three of those movies are by the same director. One of those movies is another Spanish film because that's the director is Spanish himself. This is written by Derek Connolly and Colin Trevorrow based on characters created by Michael Crichton. Directed by J.A. Bayona. Dave, we've already talked about this, but the first Jurassic World comes out, surprisingly becomes one of the best grossing movies of all time. Grossed $1.6 billion. Domestically, it made $653 million, which for a while made it the top grossing film ever domestically in North America. Now granted, that record would only last a few months before The Force Awakens was released, but still, on the record, books for a while, Jurassic World was the most it made the most money of all time. Now, because of there being re-releases of Titanic and other movies that have come out, it now only holds the 10th spot on the domestic list. So...
2: <laughs> oh my
0: now, God. Now, because it made so much money, of course they're going to make another one of these movies. Steven Spielberg is executive producer on these and wanted there to be a bunch of Jurassic World movies. The director of the first one and the writer of the first one was this guy named Colin Trevorrow, whose star was on the rise. And with the success of that movie, he cashes it in to make this passion project called the book of henry have you ever heard of this movie dave
2: wait is that a cowboy movie with uh no no No.
0: the book of henry is like a small kid is the main character in that movie read up about it dave because it is one of the most catastrophic bombs (laughs) in in u.s history okay Uh, And when you read up what it's about, it will make you want to rip off your own face. But uh, regardless.
2: You're not going to give me. You're going to make me Wikipedia myself? Just just
0: look. Colin Trevorrow basically was one of those people who was like pitched as being like, he's the next Spielberg. He's able to make, like, take visuals and like uh, emotional storytelling and match them up. Anyways, he does Jurassic World, was supposed to direct Star Wars 9. Like that, he was the original director on that movie. Yeah. But because. The Book of Henry fails so spectacularly he's fired from making that movie. He says He's like, no, you, you can't make this Star Wars movie. The stink of this other movie is just too bad for you to be on here. But it was, I will say, Trevorrow's suggestion for it to be Spanish horror director J.A. Bayona to become the next director. He thought that that sensibility would bring something new to the Jurassic World set of films. So July of 2015, Universal announces that the sequel and release date would be... Exactly what I just mentioned. Like it's coming out in three years. Have fun. <laughs> Here's the fun part. Here's the weird part about this, Dave. This is almost a shocking part of this. I know what the two leads made for this movie. So of the 175 million dollars, Chris Pratt got eight million dollars to come back, but Bryce Dallas Howard got ten. <laughs> she got 10 Uh, i'm saying she got more uh, yeah no i'm i'm processing it i'm processing it i'm just i'm I'm much more rooted out i mean normally it's like the guy who gets more money and like that has his own set of problems i could understand them both being the same but it's like when even i think of the jurassic world i'm not thinking oh the bryce dallas howard movie Mm, of course i'm always chris is always the first person who pops into my head
2: gender bias and all this stuff is important to identify. For sure, but I, I think I would just like to go on the record. Kind of like what you're alluding to is, uh, I mean, even if she got paid more because she's better at her job,
0: sure, great,
2: right? If if you told me that from now on, anytime Kate Blanchett shows up right. on a film, she's making two times whatever her male co-star, I'm like, fucking right, she is because uh, she knows <laughs> she what she's right. doing. Charlie Steron. anybody, anybody with some fucking skill but she's a terrible actress i'm sorry i actually i was uh, getting angry and then i thought am i being an asshole and then i went on imdb and no i'm not
0: she doesn't make good movies so that 10 million dollars sorry it's because of your dad maybe she'll be a better director because i think she's starting to become a director now
2: i don't know or the accounting's weird and chris pratt took a piece of the take and eight million be just, maybe you got right?
0: a percentage or something yeah. Trevor Roe and his writing partner write this sequel saying that they're taking inspiration from the tech world <laughs> thinking that the original version of jurassic park was the mac Right, because it's an insular system. Uh-huh. But what ha- what what happens, Dave? If PC gets on their hand, gets oh, their hands on the code, sake. so that there can be fifteen different types of dinosaurs. So that's what interested them. Apparently, that's really interesting. Because if you do ever see the next movie of this, there's a straight up that is a Steve Jobs character. No, also interested in making a haunted house movie, but with dinosaurs. That was their two inspirations. The writers also take some inspiration from Crichton's book, The Lost World. Apparently, they include some dialogue. Straight from that book in uh, a couple of scenes. So September of 2016, Bayonis officially signs on. Filming doesn't begin until the end of February 2017. There's these stories apparently about how before every scene that Chris Pratt was in, he would have like this long conversation with the director and had some input in how, how his character was portrayed. Apparently, uh, I don't know if you notice a few of the plot shots at uh, President Trump. At the time, the news crawl makes fun of him. Oh, I don't know. One of the characters mentioned something. And then uh, the, the auctioneer is dressed like Donald Trump. He's supposed to look like Donald Trump. Apparently. Really? Okay. Whatever. Filming wraps it on July 8th, 2017. So that's like basically four months in a week is how long this movie took to shoot. What I find interesting, too, is that all, most of the promos to this film, the teaser trailer that originally came out, the Super Bowl spot, some of the other things, the premise of this movie showed dinosaurs loose in the real world. Mm-hmm. Like it would be like someone coming up and making eggs or something in the morning. And then they look out and there's a dinosaur in their front yard. Something that does not happen in this movie. <laughs> uh, until like the final 30 seconds. I think that's the wild thing. What this movie presents itself as being, as far as the trailers go, is not what this movie is about. Mm-hmm. So again, weird. This is a weird. different
2: company now. They don't do it in-house, right? But it's really upsetting it's like what there was a point where they started they started using like uh cut footage in trailers uh, there is a really important movie yes can... Spider- I, well there's there's cut the...
0: footage uh, there's actually um there is actually a, a lawsuit happening right now this is not, I don't think it's been fully um decided yet about whether or not it is false advertising for movies to put cut footage into a trailer yeah, which will definitely change things because that will also change. Marvel has been doing this for years now putting scenes into trailers that do not exist. They are only shot for the trailers to throw people off on what the movie is actually about. It's crazy anyways, Last thing I just wanted to point out, this is an award-winning film, Dave, because Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard would both win the Teen Choice Award for Best Actor and Actress this year. So... What? This a true story, Dave. What? The Teen Choice Award for Best Male Actor and Best Female Actress. What? <laughs> what? Teens love this movie, I guess. I don't know. What? <laughs> so uh, f- what
2: what is that there's a what's t is that mtv
0: uh no it's People the wrong magazine? thing there's the kids choice awards which is nickelodeon teen choice awards i don't know where they where they are who votes for that teens dave teens what you've never been asked to fill out a, a teen choice award no um okay i don't want to talk about this movie anymore <laughs> it's return of bd wong bd Wong's fun What's he shows Wong? up he's the uh, scientist and he's even in the first Jurassic Park. Oh, film. I know. why
2: why was he in this
0: because he's the bad guy now he actually returns again in the third one as like the evil character. It just doesn't
2: make any sense.
0: Uh, here's some dumb observations that I wrote down by the way in his youth. Sorry to say because BD Wong is approaching 60 but like in his 20s and early 30s he was a very fine looking man. Wow. And I just wow. <laughs> think just everyone should know that bridle your thirst. Why do dinosaurs, specifically the T-Rex, why do dinosaurs always roar before they attack? (laughs) When they just attack?
2: I remember I was watching something critiquing space films about how there's no sound in space because it's a fucking vacuum. I think it was critiquing Star Wars. So, yeah, obviously, I'm willing to accept that we want a thrill in a movie environment that may not hold the test of time. Uh, sorry, a test of science. Uh, it is pretty funny to think about how they mm-hmm. all the dinosaurs will announce that they will kill you. And yeah. yet, there's nothing you can do.
0: But like lions won't roar at you before they attack. So we don't so know I'm that.
2: Bad. I've never been attacked by one. So,
0: uh, Do you think, because they eat a lot of people in this movie with their clothes on, do you think that gives the dinosaurs a tummy ache?
2: I don't know. I uh, If any gut could digest plastics, it's probably a dinosaur's gut. Mm-hmm. I'm still convinced that... Whether it's dinosaurs or some other pre-human, ex- you know, uh, civilization, that they simply got to the point where every part of their technology is, in fact, compostable, and so mm. when they perished, every part of their technology simply seeped and became one with the earth. And it's why we think as human beings that we're first, but we're actually kind of like the butt end of a cycle mm. of intelligent beings. And I suspect it might have been the dinosaurs. And they were driving around in cars and spaceships, and they had buildings, but they were smart enough to make them out of
0: organic material. I would love to see a T-Rex with his little, like, little reading glasses on, <laughs> cardigan.
2: Fusion. They understood fusion until that That's asteroid right. hit.
0: The bad guy does have a point about uh, Bryce L. Howard's morals. The movie does call this out at one time. It's like, know, where does your morals it's like come two from? two
2: hours later. It should have been know, the first scene, right? I think it needs
0: to be set up. I think that's what the movie should kind of technically be about. But well, like Chris Pratt had a good opportunity to say that in
2: their first meeting, right? Why not? Why yeah. not just throw that right on the floor at the beginning so that we can just get it out of our mind and then have her have like one line to be like, "I learned I was wrong. I want to hug one now instead of make a billion dollars off of one." You could, you could have put that at the beginning, but you didn't. This movie's a piece of shit.
1: We're done here.
0: All right, the machine has said that we do have to wrap things up here, so we should get into critics' choice. This is the part of the show where we discover what the critics thought at the time this film was released. So for a positive review, not many of them that are glowing, but Joe Livingston from The New Republic wrote... Although each Jurassic movie is fated to essentially repeat the same idea, oh no, dinosaurs, this new era has come up with ways to surprise, terrify, and inspire, which is enough to keep the heart of the franchise beating.
2: Joe Livingstone got paid for that, <laughs> okay, Well, Okay, <laughs> wow. Right? There's something wrong. I also
0: fundamentally disagree with her her setup there, that every movie is about, oh oh no, there's dinosaurs, but I mean, regardless. there's
2: something wrong with American culture. Uh, Alfonso Duralde. I assume, from What mm-hmm. The Flick, wrote, the effects are top-notch. Sorry, Helen's like Vitamix blending in the background. That's
0: um, them. wait a bit. truck going by, so who right. cares?
2: The effects are top-notch, but there's not enough scare moments. There's not enough thought to it. There's not enough wit. There's not enough engagement in the story that's unfolding. As unfolding.
0: Not strong enough, Alfonso. Does this hold up and is it still culturally relevant? No, no, it's, this, this is garbage. I always say like in 20 years, right? No one is going to be talking about this movie People in 20 don't years. People do talk about it now exactly like they there might might be people for like the first jurassic world movie but i just i don't see any of these sequels being remembered finally at all
2: on top of budget i would love for some transparency into ticket sales like i'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that 1.5 billion dollars of human money was exchanged for this debacle and Mm -hmm. i know that includes international so maybe when you translate it they get better voice actors that make the plot seem
0: more feasible. I don't know. These movies tend to do way better... Internationally than domestically. Yeah. Which is, again, is why the first film was such a surprise hit because it made so much money domestically. But both of the sequels actually didn't. They actually didn't do as well yeah. domestically. They did way better internationally. You know, so I, I, don't I know. wonder. Maybe like, China just really loves dinosaurs. I don't no, know.
2: I, you know what I bet happens is that when they get to the translation or dubbing, uh, they have somebody look at it and they'd be like, none of this makes sense. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write dialogue that actually works because nobody Mm. actually understands what they're saying in the first place and then maybe this thing you know, starts off on more solid footing.
0: It's still a shit movie. All right, Dave, well, we do need to rate this film, but before we do, that's what Dave and I thought. What do you think? You can send any feedback to Kyle and Dave, VS the machine at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram with the handle KDVSTM. VSTM. If you want to see the entire list of films we've watched and the ratings we've given, you can go to our letterboxd page. That's letterboxd.com slash KDVSTM. VSTM. And if you want to help support us monetarily so that we can continue doing this podcast and not usher in the next apocalypse, you can go to our Patreon page. There is a link in the show notes of this episode. You can support for as low as a dollar per month. Something that you can do for absolutely free, though, is to leave a rating or review on whatever app you use for podcasts. Dave, what rating are you giving this movie out of five? One. Yeah, one. A winner. That's one That's what I actually pre-wrote down for you, thinking that that's what <laughs> you were going to write. So, one. point for me. One. I am giving it only because of those couple of elements that only I'm going to give it small, small credit for. No. I'm mean, giving this a 1.5. Okay. I'm mean, giving that, one point, I mean, that 0.5 bump. The Kyle the Kyle 0. 0.5 bump. But this is a movie that I really, really don't like <laughs> <It's>, I, <laughs> for the yeah. vast majority of it. Awful. If it was this bad
2: and it was 90 minutes, it might have been a higher, right? You could yes. get it to a 2 or 1.5, but you wasted almost 2 hours and 15 minutes of my life. So, fuck you.
0: So, that's going to go near the bottom of our list. It's not going to go to the bottom, bottom. It's going to be right above Venom, which is our... Final movie of the list. And right underneath Vice. Mm. So it's at our 19th position here, Dave. Good. But we should find out what we're watching here next week. Push this button. Oh, well, talking about B.D. Wong, we're going to talk about Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, man. This is going to be... Kind of mean to B.D. Wong. This is going to be
2: an interesting one because I actually refused to watch this movie. And Helen bought it. She liked this so much.
0: And I still haven't seen it. I saw this movie in theaters. It's one of the few movies of 2018 I went and saw in theaters.
2: uh, White Guilt. So, of course, it
0: <laughs> was like hot people, Dave. I just wanted to see hot people. I remember, I, I, just to put my cards on the table, I remember being kind of medium on the movie, to be honest with you. I think that there's some really funny stuff. Ronnie Chan, I'm like, guessing,
2: because he's my favorite comedian.
0: Pretty standard uh, rom-com at the end of the day that okay. doesn't do anything all that new. Well, but, uh,
2: the guy that's in it, I saw him in the Guy Ritchie film, and he's a fucking terrible actor.
0: Henry Golding, is I like uh, I
2: like Ryan Cheng so much. So I think we're supposed to have a guest. So let me see if we have a guest coming in still or not. And uh, yeah, Maybe let's talk about out. Singaporeans. That's where that mm-hmm. movie is, right? The Singaporean
0: Chinese. That's where it's set. Although it's Asian Americans who are going over there. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dave. Do you want to push the button?
2: Uh, yeah. Now I hope it kills right, us
0: because we just, just watched push. this. <laughs> just just push that button. Boop. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't mind dunking your heads into lava.